0: Hello and welcome to game day one review and game day two preview of the bundesliga that's bundesliga sure uh, my name is gav mack i'm joined by flo wolfram from Bayer leverkusen how are you pal
1: i'm great and it's great to see you again gap and it's great to see you devil really looking forward to the show tonight oh uh, so, so
2: polite so polite <laughs> i'm not used to that you
0: know. Hey look, people people bag people bag on <laughs> Germans a lot. Honestly, they're actually really nice people, and Flo is definitely one of those. And Dev, um it's so basically how it works, you know, I'm from Two Up Top. Dev is from the football dugout, but it's a team thing. It's our show.
2: Yep. Collaboration. Our.
0: Indeed. How are you, Dev? I'm good. I'm very good. I can't complain, yeah. I'm here That'd ready to go, man. Excited. Oh, I, love, oh, man, I just love German football. I've loved it for about 15, 16 years. So, you know, i about that sort of bandwagon that people got on at the end of last season. It's all about mm. bringing the Bundesliga to the UK. And then once we've done that, we give it back to Flo and he spend, sends it around all his German pals. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it yes, works. for sure. Hey, yeah. How does it feel having, having football back, Flo, and having fans in stadiums?
1: it feels very very good it's it's the first step into a kind of uh, normality and it's also a huge um, responsibility for the football clubs because they are making the way for other sports so it's a really good feeling and i love to be in the stadium on saturday watching Leverkusen gegen against leipzig and have some round about six thousand fans in the stadium really looking forward to that can't imagine how it will be
0: Oh, brilliant stuff! Mm. And Dev, when did your when did your affiliation to Bundesliga come around?
2: Um, a fair few years ago. It wasn't as long ago as as you. Um, I'd say about five or six years ago. Mm. Um, you know, I just I, I just found that I preferred the. It was a bit more exciting uh, mm-hmm. in the fact that teams just had a go. Teams had their own philosophy. Every team have their own philosophy, and they played to their strengths. There's not not such a thing of like we're going to play Bayern this week, so we have to sit back and put eight men behind the ball. It's like, no, we're confident in the way that we play. Let's play football and let's two styles against each other. We've seen how it ends up for some teams, but they're not afraid to play. You know, they, they go mm. and play. And um, there's always goals in the Bundesliga as well. Um, you know, the crowd's always massive, passionate. And um, I just think tactically it's, it's a bit more, it's at a higher level than the Premier League
0: uh, for me. Mm. I, I you know, I, I wholeheartedly agree. The entertainment factor of Bundesliga football is uh, absolute joy. Um, there's one game where it didn't quite happen that way, but we'll come <laughs> to that later on. Um, there's uh, all our social media links going on down the bottom of the screen right now. So you've got the two at top boys and then you've got the, the football dugout boys as well. All our stuff's going down there, personal and our main pages. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, everything that you see, Let's get cracking. Why don't we let's Why don't we go into into the first game of football, right then? Um, there's more to football in the Bundesliga than Bayern Munich, so why not start? With Borussia Dortmund, yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> Borussia, Dor- <laughs> Borussia Dortmund, uh, Borussia Dortmund. They won three 0 at home to Borussia Mönchengladbach, um, or that German club, as some of the Scottish people call it. Um, the goals came from from Rainer and two goals from the boy. And right in the heart of my fantasy team, Erling Haaland. Um, Debo, I'll come to you first. Mm-hmm. What, what 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 were your thoughts on the game as a whole? You know, a Dortmund looking. Did they, did they look um, like they had a bit of a hangover or anything at all?
2: Yeah, I, I think Dortmund, it, from the first half, they looked a little bit laboured. Uh, a little bit, one or two things wasn't wasn't happening for them. I think Mönchengladbach um, looked dangerous without looking like they had that killer instinct to actually, you know, go ahead and score a goal. Uh, I think playing without Turam or, or Alisson Player, um, mm. they looked a bit toothless up front in the first half. Um, I think they could have done with those players in in, in the team, um, but I think Dortmund looked comfortable for the most part. And then, obviously, you you you, uh, you get players like Harland, and something's going to come up at some point. Uh, they won the penalty, uh, which you know he put away. Um, Rainer, for me, the first the first half, I thought Rayner looked a bit in and out, but he's 17. That's going to happen. He's allowed. Um, he's allowed. He's allowed. He's uh, allowed. He looks a very good prospect, but I don't think he, he looked too dangerous until. He popped up and got himself a goal. Um, but I think Dortmund, Torgan Hazard at wing back didn't work and then he got injured, obviously, they had to take him off. Mm. Uh but I think they missed Hakimi, obviously he's no longer there. Uh Guerrero, who didn't play. I think they yeah. look a different side about those players. Um but it's a it's a good win. Um, a massive win because Borussia and Munch and Glashback will be there about towards the end yeah, of the season. Yeah, they're not gonna be laying down. Um, yeah, so that's that's a very impressive win for first game of season 3-0 no, solid clean sheet against a, a dangerous side.
0: Yeah, uh, flows if you um the, these two are clear rivals to, to to Leverkusen I know that you're a Leverkusen fan, you don't just work for a club you're a Leverkusen fan. These two are clear rivals and you know these are the type of teams that you're meant to be coming up against to try and uh, get yourself into the Champions League next season. So how did you see the game and do you see that there'll be a threat again for those Champions League spots?
1: Um, first of all, I think both will be a threat for the Champions League spots or will be contenders for the Champions League spots. But Borussia Dortmund um, demonstrated in, a, in an impressive way that they are at least number two in Germany. Well, Bayern Munich is maybe out of the league, but uh, Borussia Dortmund, they their players had shown incredible strength and power looking at the tree at the counter-attack to the 3-0 mm-hmm. was great but uh, as devo already mentioned it i believe it was very hard especially for gladbach playing without uh, player into rum in the starting level so they sh- they shouldn't mind too much about the match because uh, winning in dortmund is not uh, the most important match of the season for them uh, for example they haven't won there since i don't believe 2015 or something like that. So the last mm-hmm. time Gladbach won in Dortmund was when actually Lucien Favre was Gladbach coach.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so he, know, he,
0: know, he knows the crack. He knows exactly what's going on. That yeah. third goal. I just want to. I just want to come in on that third goal because if you want a striker to bust a gut. Then that was proof of busting a gut because that was a, a wonderful counter attack, anyway. We already know the pace of what Sancho can do. But when you look at a, a striker who is six foot and some, you know, what is it? Well, anyone taller than me is, is beyond six foot, anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm not the tallest man in the world. But yeah. then just the way that Haaland just powered through in order to get on the end of it and just the finish as well. He's such a natural talent.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it shows that he wants to score goals. That's what he's there for. He, he knows he's, he's quite limited in his game in terms of he's not the neatest on the ball. You know he, He's not going to be the, the smartest in terms of his vision to pick a pass or anything like that. His game is, I'm here to score goals. No matter where he is on the pitch, he's always looking at a way to, where can I be to position myself so that I can score and be at the end of this move? That's all he wants. So as soon as he saw that ball break, uh, he thought, I need to get myself in position to score because this yes, there's yes, a chance yes, here, and he just took off, and I didn't know he had that kind of pace in him. Um, I, I think, knew he was quick. <laughs>
1: I think he's like like an animal. He's so hungry for for goals. Yeah, and uh, looking into his eyes when he's uh, he was running to, uh, across the pitch, man, that was insane. Yeah, I think if
0: someone would have cut off. across him, they would end up in hospital.
1: <laughs> I, I yeah. There's
2: nothing
0: was gonna stop it's, him from It's not just. There. He's not just tall. He's actually got a bit of broadness to him as well. He's
1: a big um,
0: guy. Yeah, he has indeed. Um, let's move on to the next game. Um, Leipzig. Let's talk about Leipzig. Um, Leipzig 3, Mainz 1. Um, those goals, uh, they they came from um, a number of players there. Um oh, just get just get the old graphic on the screen. Do you know when you try and get so much football into your brain and you're like, oh, my God, what's happening here? Um, but the goals, they came from Fors- Forsberg. Oh, yes, from the penalty, of course. Um uh, Yusuf Paulsen, he has scored as well. Haidara was there to put the game to bed. Uh, Mateo did try and cause a few issues there, but um, look, I think I think Leipzig are not going to struggle without Werner, but they need to ensure that they've got a half decent plan B because Sorloth, who was actually signed by Crystal Palace, and so some people might have recognised his name from there, but out on loan in Turkey last season, he's now signed on a five-year deal. Um, and Patrick Schick, he looks like he's, he's made the uh, the permanent move as well after he, him being on loan to Roma. So do you think those sort of players are going to be the ones, Flo, that make the difference to Leipzig going forward this season?
1: I don't think that uh, Solot maybe makes a difference for Leipzig this season. But I read in an interesting article during the week that Soloth wasn't given the time he needed in uh, crystal palace or at crystal palace he was thrown into the cold water they were struck in the middle of the red- fight for relegation or better relegation. had no time was directly uh, on loan to other club so i believe leipzig will give him the time but he will be or he could become a much more important factor maybe in the in the next season this season from my point of view they still need to improve in the first line of the offense so they still need another striker What's behind is great with Fosberg, with uh, Kampel, I don't know. Paulsen, he's uh, a great and important player for them. But um, still, I think the offensive quality in Leipzig is uh, enough for the top four or for a top four contender to play Champions League in the upcoming season or to qualify for Champions League again. Mm. Um, Devo, do you think Fosberg, yes, he scored the penalty.
0: Has he fulfilled his potential?
2: No, it's it's a strange one because he, the season when Werner really took off, and Leipzig really cemented themselves as as a challenger in Germany when they finished as runners up. Forsberg had an amazing season. I remember he was very mm. he was linked with Liverpool and linked with all these moves, and then mm. he got a bad injury and um, he never really got back into the side, and we never saw Forsberg again as we did that one season. I think this is a massive season for him. I think now that Werner's gone, they're looking for a new uh, a new star someone to hang their hat on and I think Forsberg could be that guy if he has a run of games and gets back to the form he had uh, Mm -hmm. before. I think Forsberg and Sabitz are going to be two really important players for them if they could keep Mm -hmm. them both fit. As far as Soloff, yeah, he didn't get a chance at Palace. Um, Sometimes it happens in the Premier League, especially in relegation threatened sides, where if you don't hit the ground running, they haven't got time for you. Uh, There's too much at stake. They're not there to babysit. So, He did go to Turkey and he he was top goal scorer, I believe, in Turkey last season. And um, It's a bit of a strange uh, transfer because I heard Palace paid the Turkish club, I think it was uh, Trabzonspor, I'm not sure, uh, paid Mm -hmm. them uh, to end the loan early so they could sell him to uh, Leipzig. So I think (laughs) Trabzonspor got £10 and the rest went to Leipzig. So it's a bit strange one. But um, yeah, I think Leipzig will be okay this season. The goals from Werner obviously will be a miss, but I think they're going to have to just share it around the team. Other other players are going to have to step up. Paulson's not going to get you 20 goals a season. You know <laughs> no, <that>. he's not. <laughs> um, but if they, yeah, if they could get Forsberg or Sabitzer, and they could get uh, I don't know, um, you know, Soloff and whoever else to get no, 10, no, maybe 15. Olmode's getting getting there, uh, getting involved. yeah. And Olmo, stuff. yeah. If any of those guys can get close to 10, 15 goals,
0: then they, I
2: think they'll be okay.
0: Um, Anthony who's watching the show thank you very much for watching Um uh, he says Leipzig will have a good season and a good European campaign their, ma- their, their manager is tactically astute now I've got a lot of time for Julio Nagelsmann and I do find it weird at the same time as well that his birthday and year is a day before mine mm. And there's a slot sitting here chatting about the Bundesliga. I mean, he's out there wearing his Nike and Max on the, on the, on, on the touchline. Because <laughs> there's something about his swag, which I absolutely love. He does yeah. not care for anyone. He, he, won't <laughs> wear a cup fi- he won't wear a suit on a cup final. I do that when I'm playing football manager, mate. Yeah, um, <laughs> you a, a great a great
1: suit in a Champions League semi-final.
0: Yeah, it didn't yeah, work. There enough. were there
1: were lots of memes in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in a uh, uh, One, uh, there's a
0: team who struggled a bit last season, and they survived on the on well via via the playoffs, and that was Werder Bremen, uh, and they lost four one at home to Hertha Berlin. Now Hertha Berlin have got a few players that I absolutely love, um, but I'll come to you first, Debo. Um, what? Did you think of the leadership from the new club captain, uh, Dejit Boyata? Oh, is he the new club captain? He's been around for a long time, hasn't he? he um, is a he's a
2: good player. He's a good player. I don't think he ever got a real chance in England with Man City because, again, it's Man City. Uh, you, you have to have a certain character to play for them. But um, good player. Um, you know, um, I think Hurtabellin, I like the team they've got. They've put together a nice little team there. Um I think they're going to do very well this season. Um I think um um uh, I'm very Love surprised him he- by the way. Well, Love him. Surprised he never got a chance with Watford. Um he was just loaned out. I don't think he ever made an appearance for them before they sold him.
0: I
1: think he might have played like one league cup game but yeah. you know but it was good business for Watford like selling him for I don't know 20 million.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not even playing a
1: single game for the club.
2: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. If they would have played him. They could have got a player. Who could have kept him up. Who knows? Yeah,
1: maybe.
2: <laughs> who knows? But um, yeah, they got they got some very good players there.
0: Um, uh,
2: Her to Berlin. I, I think still find
0: gonna... it. I, I still find it weird that um, Leipzig. We just spoke about Leipzig a moment ago, and maybe a player who's missing from Leipzig is someone with that creativity, with that um, with that spark, that you know unpredictability almost about him in Cunha, mm. and he's now doing bits that. Her to Berlin, you know how uh, I don't know. uh, I don't know how how that move even came along because he's still a young lad as well. Yeah, that's the thing that that's the thing about it.
2: Play too many games for Leipzig, either.
0: Do you? I don't think. But when he did play, Mm. but, but, but every time he played, he did something. And that's what I mean. That unpredictability is like: is he going to take him on? Is he going to do some mad skills? Is he going to bang it from twenty-five yards? and hit the top corner. You know, maybe, maybe I think Leipzig have
2: got such a system in place where I think if you if you play outside the confines of that system, maybe they don't really like like it. They like you to have to. Everyone has a job. The mm. unpredictability doesn't really suit that system. Um, so maybe it's just a wrong fit. Um, and he seems to be fitting in well at Hertha Berlin. He's scored quite a lot of goals since he's been there. I think yeah. I something, he's got seven in his last 11 or
0: something like that. A, and important goals. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not just goals like turning up, scoring in the 88th minute when you're already winning 4-0. He scores important goals yeah. for, for, for Hertha Berlin. And that's why I really like him. Um, yeah. One player I want to talk about um, I, I, <laughs> is, is, is David Selke. Uh, no, no, no. You know I love bit Court, mate. Honestly, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I don't know why. The only <laughs> no, is my boy, man. I absolutely love him. But um, no, um, Selka, I remember watching him in the European under-21s, the, the, the UEFA under-21s. It was what, about five or six years ago, and he absolutely lit it up. Big boy, target man, you know, get your head on the end of it. And he was trying to come through at Werder at, at Bremen back then, probably about five or six years ago. Um, it hasn't worked out for him. Why has why it not worked out for him, Flo?
1: I think Selke is a kind of striker who needs creative players behind him who can feed him with lots of assists. So he would be, from my point of view, he would be a striker for a top four, top five club. And if mm-hmm. he would play for, I don't know, Leverkusen or Leipzig, for example, I'm sure he would make his 10, 15, maybe 20 goals a season. But mm. he left Leipzig very early because he wasn't uh, in the starting eleven. changed to Hertha Berlin. And Hertha Berlin and afterwards Werder Brehm were or are not the clubs which scored that many goals in a season. So he can't prove himself. That, that's my theory. So he's mm. maybe a, a man for, I don't know, seven or eight goals, but he won't get any more opportunities in those clubs. But that's yeah. like, like, like a, a struggle because if you don't score the goals, you will never, ever make a step to a bigger club or better club in the career. Yeah, it's a
0: catch-22. But the thing is, what is he, six foot four? you Need know just yep. just put crosses into him just keep putting crosses into him because look the goal came from a header you know there, there was there was sort of a bit behind at that point anyway you know it was difficult for them to try and get back into the game but it was just proof just get big balls into the box and he will get his head on it if he doesn't score he'll be able to create something or like flick it across goal and try mm-hmm. and bring bring someone else into the game um one player who did score a lot of goals last season, and it was probably what got in the move from Cologne, was was John Cordoba, um, who scored right at the end. Um, how much of, of John Cordoba did you boys see last season? Uh,
2: I didn't get to see much of him last season. I, I know his name. Um, I've I've seen him pop up for a few times on the score sheet. Um, I know he comes quite highly regarded. Um, works hard for the team, I saw mm. that. <laughs> he's a very hard worker. He's one of those graft, tricky strikers who just won't leave you alone. Um, and he popped up with a goal at the end there. So, um, you know, th- as I said, they've got some good attacking players. We haven't even spoken about Piatek, uh, you know, who, who's yeah. done really well in Italy. And I'm I'm surprised that to Berlin actually managed to get him. Um, he's going to be, he's going to have another good season. He's going to score goals. As long as you put the ball in the box, he will score goals. Uh, you know, so it's, yeah. it's his
0: lovely ball that that he played with the outside of his right foot. Yep. Uh, to to create the goal for John Cordoba right at the end. Just the fact yeah. that he's grafting like that. He, he, your team's three one up, and he's putting that much effort in in the last minute. It's it's a
1: joy yeah, to I think,
2: watch. I think will surprise a few people this season.
1: But can you imagine them uh, all to play at the same uh, in the same game like Cunha, Cordova, Piatak, those are four strikers? It yeah. would be. A massive yeah. amount of offensive players on the, on yeah. the pitch. Why not? Think, why if not.
0: Playing playing, at, if
2: yeah, if you're playing at home uh, and you're playing a team like and a Billerfeld or someone who you would expect to, I don't to want to talk about dominate.
0: <laughs> someone you'd Never, expect to upset dominate. Me. They've upset me at the weekend. Maybe, maybe.
2: But you wouldn't go up against uh, a Bayern Munich or Dortmund away with four strikers like that.
0: No way. <laughs> you'd get embarrassed. No, hundred percent. Um, you say you say about Bayern Munich. Well, didn't want to talk about them yet, but we'll talk about Bayern Munich. Let's, let's do it. Um, Bayern Munich eight, Schalke null acht. Um, that's their <laughs> new name. Uh, <laughs> perfectly spelled. Great. That, uh, that, that's that's that, that that's um that's their that's their new name. Hey, look. Um, we all know what Bayern Munich are about. We've already seen them put eight past a couple of clubs. Um, they, they, I think, um, in 19 games last season, if I'm if I'm right, they put at least four past um, 19 clubs in all competitions last season. Bayern Munich, they opened the season on Friday night. the first game of the season in the Bundesliga, and within four minutes, they're one 0 up. Yeah, it's, it's, but, it's
1: just but the first chance. Was for Schalke and everyone was like after the 30 seconds of whoa, what happened over there in summer? And three minutes later it was like, Ah, okay, it's still the same. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know what Schalke was playing this match. They played like a youth team. They were behind with five goals and still running forward and receiving counterattacks for the seven, uh, seventh goal from Leroy Sané.
2: Yeah, yeah. What? I thought so for Schalke. I, I did. Because I don't. This, I, don't.
0: You know, <laughs> you know,
2: I know they were goal down in four minutes, but for for the first 10, 15 minutes, they had opportunities. They got into dangerous areas. They just didn't mm. have the quality to, to really hurt Bayern. But they got themselves... They were playing decent. And then the second goal went in. And then the third. And the rest is
1: history. And then Lewandowski put out the Robona.
0: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Man. yeah.
1: Moment
0: of, moment of the game, absolute moment of the game. Because Lewandowski could have gone down there as well, just before, mm. like in, in that build up, he could have easily gone down, but he stayed on his feet and then uh, a Rabona. But I want to talk about Schalke for a minute because they've got David Wagner in charge, and like they, 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 their end of season well, last season up until about November, were they fourth or third in the league, and they went on a bit of a sad run. A bit. But then after lockdown, they, it's just some serious, serious relegation fodder. And Schalke, they're, they're regarded as a big club in mm-hmm. Germany. You know, where, where's it all gone wrong over the years? I know Bayern Munich end up nubbing everyone off and with the, with the free transfers, you know, Gretzky has gone there, you know, Neuer went there, you know, Sane left. Uh, went to went to City and then uh, is back at uh, at Bayern sort of thing, but why? How how could it fall off so badly for a giant club like Schalke?
1: The, the problem with the giants club or the giant clubs in Germany or most of them is that their ambition is higher than the reality is, and this this process continues over years, over years, over years. In Schalke, for example, they wanted to play Champions League. Or they saw themselves champions league club spent much more money than they had and now they are nearly bankrupt they needed a loan from the country and um, you know they have no money to buy any players they have to sell their best players look the transfer of the piece is like a great example for for that, that they have really absolutely no opportunities the, the players which were on loan which were <clears throat> uh, away returned and now they are the players who are uh, where, where the hope belongs to, like, Rudy playing right back, I don't know. I, from my point of view, Schalke is uh, a very high uh, contender for the relegation this season, a very big contender for the relegation this season. Yeah, if, I, if I if wouldn't be some goals. If you can't, score goals, goals. I if mean, you can't I, score goals, you're going to get relegated. Yeah. Look at, at big clubs like Hamburg, mm-hmm. Bremen, mm-hmm. Cologne, Stuttgart, they all went the same way and Schalke declined for a couple of years now and uh, I strongly uh, believe that their declining will continue. And maybe not this season, maybe the next season, but some, uh, someday they will relegate. Mm. It's mm. sad, isn't it? It's yeah, a sad so.
0: indictment of life. Um, one player, well, I'll say one player for Bayern Munich who had a great game, but you know, all of them did, uh, was Joshua Kimmich. Mm-hmm. And he is... I, I don't know what his best position is. But I don't feel that hinders him being world class in any of those positions. So whether you're playing right back, whether you're playing in defensive midfield position, you know I've seen him play wide right times, you know, and any whatever position you put Joshua Kimmich, he is the best at it. And he he put through he put through um, he, he got two assists, but one of the goals actually came from a ball. Um, I think it was, it Sane's goal on 71? Um, It was, he he didn't get the assist for it. Or was the goal again, goal after? I don't remember, but he played this worldy ball and we would all dream of doing that down at Hackney Marshes or at the race course um, and and just pinging one in. And the way he does it with such ease, I think he's the only person that puts in all that effort yet comes off the pitch and doesn't even need to have a shower.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you know, he he is a lot of people. I mean, he's kind of plays in those positions where you don't get the acclaim. You know, Mm -hmm. when you talk about the best players in the world, people aren't going to talk about a Joshua Kimmich. They should, because a a large part of of football is football IQ. And you're not going to find many footballers who are smarter than Joshua Kimmich. He knows the game of football. I wouldn't be surprised if he was after he's. Finished his playing career, which he's still got many years ahead of him, and won many, many more trophies. If he was a successful manager, he's that kind yeah, of player. I would he, be he looks like a manager on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I have a lot of time for Joshua Kimmich. I think he's a brilliant player. And it just goes to show they, they've lost Thiago, who's one of the best orchestrators uh, orchestrators in central midfield. You know, he's, you know, he, he just controls the tempo. And Kimmich went in there against, albeit against Schalke, there'll be bigger tests, but he went in there and he was doing the Thiago
0: role. He was... I don't calling think that, yeah. yeah, he, he just stole yeah. the number, yeah. No, no, uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to miss Thiago. And this is not any disrespect to Thiago or any disrespect to Liverpool that feel that they've bought the best midfielder in the history of mankind. They've got <laughs> Kimmich there. Yeah. He's fine. Um, there was another goal as well by a, a young German slash English player. Now I want to ask, I want to ask Flo, um, what you class him as? Because I had the biggest amount of beef with this lad on Facebook the other day when I mentioned um Musiala, uh, Musiala, sorry, Jamal Musiala. He's seventeen years old and he scored a lovely goal. He tore Becker inside out like he weren't even there, and just the level of disrespect. And he's 17. But is he English or is he German?
1: I believe he's from New Zealand, isn't he? He uh, <laughs> it, 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 it was, it was born in Stuttgart. Ah, okay. Yeah. So but he so played it, for, for Chelsea youth academy or so? for, for yeah, youth Chelsea academy, academy, is academy is he's yeah.
0: he's played he's played, played, played for England um youth um up to up to the under 19s and the, the the sun newspaper which I can't stand anyway were out there going oh english wonder kid oh you know is it this is it that I yeah. was like he's german mate <laughs> <laughs> he might play for england but is honestly if he starts doing the things that he needs to be doing like like that for Bayern That German passport will be coming straight out and I can see him getting selected (laughs) for the German national side 100%. Um, um, Germany are, uh, Germany, uh, Bayern Munich are also in action tomorrow night um, and they will be playing against Sevilla in the European Super Cup. So, um and um, people in the UK, I don't know what it's like for you over there, um, Flo Ziff, what channel that will be on. But over here, it will be on BT Sport and the game will be kicking off live um, at 8pm. Um Bayern versus Sevilla. Sevilla love Europa League football. Bayern love Champions League football. They're both very good at what they do. What way does this go?
1: I believe it goes to Bayern, because Bayern they not only love Champions League football, they love trophies. They love mm. silverware. They're addicted to it. And I can't imagine that they uh, let Sevilla steal them uh, this cup or this opportunity to have one more silverware. They love records. So maybe they're able to uh, to win six cups this season. Mm. And um, that's why I say they definitely will win
2: this match. Yeah, I think, I think Bayern Munich don't know how to rest they are ruthless. They are um, just, they just don't stop. I, I, I've likened them to bullies many times. They are bullies. And, you know, they're, they're the kind of bully that never, ever get what's coming to them. They just continue to be bullies throughout their life. Um, I, think, I think Bayern Munich, they have, even when they're not playing at their best, they have the ability to just go up a level in a matter of seconds. Uh, and just, they're so intense in the way they play as well. And mm. I've said it many times, they're the most fluid team I think I've seen in a long, long time in the fact that many of their players can play in different positions on the pitch. It's so natural. We just spoke about yes. Kimmich, but you speak Boateng anywhere across the back the back line. You know, even Pavard, even Pavard Hernandez, uh, you know, Muller can play anywhere across the front.
0: You Noia know, could, nor it, nor could play in behind, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <But> even, even <laughs> on their bench, Javi Martinez, midfield or defence, one of my favourite players of all time, by the way, Javi Martinez, so, does not get the respect levels that he deserves. Yeah,
1: the, the, the Adrian Silver? Who? Adrian Silva was your favourite player of all time. Adrian like, Silva. Oh, again. <laughs> we're going to talk, talk about that in a
0: minute, right? And... Um, <laughs> I might, I might have to, I might have to just leave you to talk about that game when we do talk about them in a few moments time um, in fact um, I just looked at our run sheet and it's actually the last game so that's great I could just um, leave you to go and talk about that Um <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Uh, Jay Spurs is watching on YouTube. You can watch us on uh, on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Um, not on Instagram. I'm lying about that one, but you can follow us on that. Um, um, Sevilla also lost Regi on as well. And he was integral, and he was um, yeah. he was integral to what they were doing. Um, the thing is, they they also like trophies. Do Sevilla, and they really? can be so frustrating. At times, so I don't know whether their uh, whether Bayern's fluidity will be able to um, exert the the defense in particular to Sevilla. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. However, I am still going for a Bayern win as well. <laughs> right, um, would, would
1: you would you have travelled to the match if you were a Bayern Munich fan had the opportunity? Because in Germany, there's a huge discussion that uh, the Bayern Munich fans shall not travel to Budapest because it's uh, a risk or risk area.
0: Yeah.
1: And even the um, Bavarian prime minister uh, had an argument about this. Oh, well, look, it's Budapest.
0: Thing. Yeah. It, 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 it's Budapest. It's one it's one of the greatest cities in Europe, you know, out, out outside of Germany. Um, I love Budapest. I've been four times uh, and they now have the electric scooters which I think are really bloody cool. <laughs> um, so if I if I if I was a Bayern fan, I would 100% be going to 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 uh, to Budapest. And I'll be happy to quarantine for 14 days as well. Um, let's talk about your boys' flow.
1: Oh, there will be a short, uh, short conversation, I guess.
0: Yeah, um, Wolfsburg <laughs> nil. <laughs> Wolfsburg, <laughs> do you know what? Um, I didn't even put a graphic for it. Um, uh, the 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 things going down <laughs> the bottom are <I> literally just <laughs> let it go completely. Um, let, let's put our personal tweets in there instead. Hey, look um, at toad top football at tfb dugout um, at gavmat23 and at devo ldn. That's our social media links. Um, Bye Leverkusen, mate. Um,
1: <laughs> Such a boring. Uh, there, there's we not a lot to say. <laughs> I guess we lost. I don't know fifty goals with Harvards and Folland. I mean, in terms of goal scorings and assets, and we saw that on the pitch on Sunday. It was quite boring. Not many ideas in the offense or in the offensive playing of Leverkusen. Good point is, or well, if you want to see the good points, it was a good defense uh, <laughs> on this day, which which we hadn't in the, in the last couple of games. So. I don't know. Let's wait for the transfer market to um, uh, to continue. We we signed uh, Santiago Arias today, and um, Good if yeah. you if you watch the Bayer Leverkusen, uh channels on uh, Instagram and Facebook, you will see a video where I will be uh, as a jogger and welcome Arias. So, if you, if you yeah. want to give us some appreciation, <laughs> put,
0: put the links, put, yeah. Send us the links, and we'll send it out there. The only good thing about this game is if you've got Hadreki and you got you a clean sheet. So let's move on because that, there isn't really anything else about that game. Add hey, had um, Add over in my team. So. Oh, there you go. So party time point. for you. Clean yeah. sheets. They're clean sheets. Um, newly promoted. And German giant, let's be honest, Stuttgart, um, they played against Freiburg, who surprised a lot of teams last season, didn't yeah. they?
2: Usually at home, though. Uh, so usually mm. Freiburg are pretty strong at home, so I was a bit shocked about Not shocked, um, but I, I thought Stuttgart might get something out of this game. Um, and they were close to it at the end. A brilliant save by oh my the new God, Freiburg what, keeper.
0: What a great um, save from Müller! And because yeah. um, he got involved a couple of times as well, but like, he was so unsighted with that shot. Um, we got so Freiburg. They're they're cruising. By the way, they're three nil up. They're having a great time. They've got Brandy in one hand. They've got a fat cigar in the other. And they they fell asleep. They fell asleep. And you can't do that against newly promoted sides, as we'll allude to um, in, in a few moments again. Um, Nils Peterson. I like him. You know? Legend.
1: He's legend. a
0: legend.
2: Hasn't he got the record for the most substitute goals? Yeah.
1: yeah, for yeah. the most yeah. goals
2: on the bench in Bundesliga history.
1: And he's Is in, in Freiburg, he's a hero. The people yeah. love him yeah. because he's uh, totally down to earth. I don't know. He comes in, he scores, he plays, he scores. He won't leave the club. That's uh, not, it that doesn't happen very often to them that the player doesn't leave Freiburg. So.
0: Yeah, but you've told us, you told us on the, on the review show that we did, um, the review shows that we were doing last season, that Freiburg is an
1: absolute city, isn't it? It's the best city in Germany from my point of view. I've been there in summer holidays again. I absolutely love it. People are outside. You have a great climber. Devo, I could uh, talk to you hours about it. Yeah. You could make an, an own podcast talking about the city of Freiburg.
0: <laughs> well, the the, the, the sideshow of uh, the Bundesliga show is the Freiburg show with Flo from, And you'll be able to watch that tomorrow at seven o'clock. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> but um, Grifo as well, he had a game and he, I think, is going to earn a lot of fantasy points this season. Yeah, well, like funnily
2: enough, I had him in my draft and then I took him out. Um, I had him in my team, and I, I took him out. Um, and I can't remember off the top of my head who I put in instead, but it didn't get me any points. Um, but I know because it, it, briefly, Who was he playing for before Freiburg? He, he
1: yeah, that that's a funny thing. He was he works at Freiburg, but nowhere else. He was playing for them. I don't know four years ago. Yeah. Changed to Borussia Mönchengladbach. That's it. Yeah. Didn't work. Changed to Hoffenheim. Didn't work. Changed to Freiburg again. Worked. Yeah. Works. Yeah. Sometimes yeah.
0: you need that, though, is it? Some some players work at certain teams.
1: Yeah, it's
2: the surroundings. You're familiar. You know, you feel at home. A lot of footballers need to feel loved. You know, and mm. sometimes it just works for you. But um, yeah, Freiburg would be very happy with the three points there. Um, as I said, from what I know of Freiburg, at home they're dangerous. They've taken points off of some of the bigger boys in the in the league last season. Very strong at home. So any points they can get away from home will help. Because I mean, they're Their ambition will be to stay in the league they're they're not the biggest of clubs uh their their ambition will be stay in the league first and then build on that thereafter Mm. so three points away from home against a club like stuttgart
1: that's a that's a good result Um, But what i love about stuttgart is they they have a very young team and the goals from Freiburg came because the team was so unexperienced but they Mm. still continued they continued running they continued attacking i really love the way of playing from stuttgart on this match and i believe that they will uh but this is where we want them during the season. Well I thought that both goals were
0: taken I, I thought both goals were taken really well anyway. Mm-hmm. Um the first one for Kalahajic, and um, the way the ball was the, the, the through ball and just the finish was was really smart. And considering that you're um you three nil down who've just been promoted, you don't think it's you know, it might be a bit difficult. And mm-hmm. the way um um Wamanga Tuka cut inside and, and finish that as well. So you know, two really good finishes for a, t- a newly promoted team that are three 0 down with twenty minutes to go. So I think Stuttgart might. Um, I think they'll be okay. I think I they'll think be okay good. this season. Um, we'll we'll go we'll go through the the last three games. And then we'll talk about who do you think will will finish where. Um, I think that'll be the best thing to do. Um, right. So the next game. This did help me in my ACA, uh, which I was very happy about. I didn't think it was going to because I thought it was dodgy because Union Berlin at home, especially when there's fans there, know how to get a result. But they weren't able to against Augsburg. Um, my boy didn't score Niederlechner. I love Niederlechner. Um, He's I not in my fantasy. Yeah. yeah, he's not in my fantasy <laughs> this year. Um, so I'm OK on that front. But um, the goals came from from Vargas, Gregorich and Hahn. Um, but... It wasn't plain sailing. And uh, when Bulletin scored the equaliser, they almost scored again um, moments later. And it could have been a real difficult turnaround. But, you know, with 15 minutes to go, I think what they should have done is probably sat on it a little bit. You know, Union are not a very attacking team. It was quite interesting to see a lot of players in their mid to late 20s playing for um, Union Berlin, because that is the retirement home for many, many club, uh, many, many players in Germany. You know, Berlin's a great city. I've lived there. I know yeah. it firsthand. Um, but Augsburg, um, they're, they're, they're a team that you expect to be knocking around the... You know, 13th, 14th position, not quite in the mm-hmm. playoff relegation position, not quite top half. But a game like that, away from home, that's going to buoy them with confidence, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think, it, I, again, I, I find them quite similar to Freiburg in, in in the fact that their ambition will be to get enough points to be comfortable in the league. Anything they on after will be, uh, you know, a, a bit of a bonus. Um, but they've got some good players there. Uh, they signed Caligiuri from, from Schalke. Who good player. Who's a good player. who do very well in, in Augsburg. Vargas is a good player as well. Um, so they've got some good players there. And I think this is a good result away from home. Again, points to pick up away from home isn't the easiest. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they're a nice, neat little side. And um, I think the goalkeeper who they actually signed from, Union Berlin, uh, yeah, they they switched goalkeepers. Switch, switch goalkeepers. Actually, And yeah. And um, I think there's the moment that you was, you was alluding to earlier, the save point-blank uh, header, and he, he somehow managed to throw his hand up and pu- push it over the bar. That a I don't massive, know how he's
0: done it. Save. I don't know how he's save. done it because Is that um, was... I'm, I'm lying, it was okay. lead. Yeah. It was it was it was 2 1 to Augsburg, and it was straight from um kickoff, they got a corner, mm. Union, and uh, it, it was off the back of that. It was um it was um toucher um who who came off the bench and then and, and, and literally I don't understand how he was able to react so well. Look, if that was Jan Oblak who made that save or Dav De Gea or or, uh, you know, Alison, who save, we wouldn't hear the end of it. Mm. No, that's how well that's that move. save was, mm. 100%. Um. But, yeah, um, Augsburg ended up going out and getting it. Hahn with, you know, a minute and a half or so to go uh, before the end of the game. And, um, yeah, they ended up winning, winning 3-1. Um, two more games to, to go through, and there were a number of goals in this next one that we're going to be talking about. And as um, Cologne, or FC Köln, as, um, as the Germans call it, what was my pronunciation like? Was that good, Flo? Your
1: pronunciation is lovely. Not just Köln, also mentioning Gladbach. It sounded like a real German. Stop it! stop it oh my god
0: um but yeah it was um <laughs> oh you're making me all shy if i was if it wasn't so black i'll be blushing right now um right so um, you like to say that nowadays i don't know if you're allowed to say that you can um, say what but, you want it's fine. Um, hey look um english fans will know english football fans will know this name of the hat-trick scorer from hoffenheim and that is Kramerich, Remember Kramerich? You know, um, he's been... He, he didn't really turn it on after that record 9 million signing to Leicester City. But since he's been in Germany, he's found his home, hasn't he, Flo?
1: Yeah, yes. And he was on fire at the end of the last season, scoring four goals in Dortmund. And now is still burning, scoring two goals in the Cup, three goals at Cologne. I believe this will be the last year for him at Hoffenheim, because he is definitely... Uh, league higher than Hoffenheim is. He's a way better player, or too good for the for the squad. So I, I'm really sure he will leave next summer and play for a Champions League club or, or a bigger club because what he does is insane. He carries the team through the whole season. He's definitely yeah. the, just, the major, the best player of mine.
0: I just love the fact that he scores different types of goals. And like for instance, like the the the, the opening goal, it came from a defensive error it was calamitous Jonas Hector um mm. just literally sold sold Tim Horn down down the river <laughs> down the river uh, threw him completely under a bus but Cramwich was there to pounce on it and just slot one home and it's like hey look doesn't matter how the goals go in you are scoring goals and that's the main thing
2: yeah and and his uh his penalty although it was a penalty it, it, was, was, it was a penalty a very well taken penalty um mm. very calm he's run up uh, and Side netting. as long as you can hit the side netting with a bit of pace, you're likely
0: to score. Um, it was a very well taken penalty. I don't think he misses many. Um yeah. They put the graph they put the graphic on the screen and every penalty that he and Lewandowski as well that i have had on target in the last like couple of years. If they are on target, he scores them. There's one yeah. by kramerich and one by Lewandowski that both were skied. But other than that, everything else hits back in the net. Yeah, no, he's cool. a very good
2: player, and I, yeah, I don't think he'll be at Hoffenheim for much more than the end of this season. I'll be very surprised.
1: Um, Shouldn't be because he's no. able to much more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Seb Anderson. Maybe City someone equalise, well. uh, uh, so, I say again, Flo.
1: <laughs> Maybe someone for Arsenal for you guys. Now you're right. <laughs> no, I'm busy. I'm busy. Thanks.
0: Um, Seb, Seb <laughs> Anderson scored the equaliser. You um, might have debut goals this weekend as well. It's crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, that, that's his. That was his. Um, he, he's been at, at Union Berlin, who we just spoke about a moment ago, and it was it was a good header um, to make it one apiece. Um, but yeah, definitely a penalty. I don't think. I don't understand why it went to VAR for me. I just look at the diff. I look at the, the, the travel of the ball. Mm-hmm. and the the, the the direction it went, for me, tells me it's a foul straight away. But, hey, look, you got to do the right thing sometimes, and if you need to double-check it, then go double-check it, and that's fine. Um, but, yeah, um, Cramrich, um, he had over ideas at the end of the game and thought, you know, I'm having this and, um, and bad that trick. And uh, off he goes with the match ball, the old der- derby star. I bet you call it derby star, don't you, the match yeah, balls over
1: there? Yeah, we, we, we call it derby star. Derby Star, but, yeah. but Derbyshire is usually yeah. or usually always was a Sunday league ball you know there were the, lo- I don't do know you, if you, it, if you it looks
0: it like it? it as well yeah
1: do you have it kind looks kind of like a Sunday league football in England which which hurt when you make a header you know because yeah. they're so heavy yeah yeah, yeah. Or, yeah or, if it's cold and you get them uh, <laughs> right on the ass or something like that if you're a defender <laughs> and it, it's such a pain these are the Derby Star balls. I have been the Derby Star balls throughout my whole uh, amateur football career. They're always hurting me. Yeah? And all of a sudden, Derby Star is uh, ball partner of the Bundesliga.
0: So so much better. <laughs> backhands in pockets, you know. Right. Um. I don't want to do this, but we're going to have to do it because it's a game that played at the weekend. We're going to have to talk about my favourite <laughs> two strikers in the history of mankind. Um, Flo knows all about um these two um, and how much I love them. Um, Eintracht Frankfurt won. Um, Armenia Bielefeld won. Now, this game was the one that absolutely ruined my back pocket. Gamble responsibly, boys and girls. Um, all I needed was a Frankfurt win 230 quid off a of fiver. Oh, and I go one nil down to Armenia Bielefeld, who have just been promoted as well. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the, the, the Bundesliga after a number of years out. Um, um, before we go along, um, you've got a bit of love here, um, Dill uh, Dylan, who's um, part of the Twitter uh, Top family now. I like him, he seems like a good guy. He's a very good guy. Um, <laughs> no, I'm
1: flattered. Dylan, you're a great guy too, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to meet you when I come to England. <laughs> ah,
0: Turtle Top fans. Um, right, so, um, <laughs> um, right, Suku, um he scored the opener and it was a bit of a shock to the system because Frankfurt were in control of this game in the whole of the first half. They 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 were chilling. You know, Hintzweger hit the bar. You know, there were chances each way, but Frankfurt were in full control. But then that happens and it winds me up. And then my two favourite players in the history of mankind, Bas Dost and Andre Silva, link up. And score and I literally sat there like. For the record, anyone who's watching, I am or listening, I am taking the mic. There are two strikers that I do not rate, and I absolutely hate. <laughs> and do, I, do I'd we, rather have I'd rather have Shamak and Bentner up front than these two, man. Lord honestly. Bentner. Lord Bentner to give him these. Lord spirit. Bentner the um, first. Yeah. <laughs> if,
1: if If you like, I can switch the focus from the. Uh, from andre silva to the defender from Amelia bielefeld who hurt him in the uh, in the header
2: oh yeah and i ball, and anderson lukoki
1: he's from yeah. Leverkusen, yeah. and uh, i played with him together when i was i don't know six year old four year. he switched <laughs> to Bayer leverkusen and what i admire about him is that he made it to the bundesliga because it never ever seemed like this i don't know how he made it but he he <laughs> must have, he have or must have a huge uh, will and strength inside himself, because he played for Leverkusen Academy, wasn't good enough for under-17 teams, switched to Cologne. Wasn't good enough for under-19, switched to Dusseldorf. And all of a sudden, he plays for the second team, plays for the ser- uh, first team in Dusseldorf, and second league. switched to Arminia Bielefeld, has a couple of games there, they promote, and he's a Bundesliga player now. Don't know how that happened, but uh, congratulations to this guy. Fair play to him. Well done.
0: I'll tell you what. It also goes to show. Yeah, exactly. Graft. Exactly. Indeed. Um, But yeah, um, I don't like Bastos. I don't like Andre Silva. Anyway, um, that
2: that was a good save from Ortega. The the, the Andre Silva, the back hill, where if he would have put a little bit more on the back hill, he would have scored. But it was a good save from Ortega.
0: What annoys me, though, Devo, yeah, is the fact that Andre Silva, since the restart, scored so many goals. What was it nine? Or, 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 or nine? Was it nine and 11? Or 11, 11, 11 and yeah. nine? No, I think it was nine and 11. And, and, he, oh, and I'm just like, every time I cuss you out, you end up scoring. And the fact that it was those who that linked up, it was the back, like the backwards header by by Bastos who... Yeah. Oh, do you know, I'm, I'm not talking about them anymore. So <laughs> right? Okay. Let let us get let's get the unnecessary um unnecessary league table up, eh? Why don't we do that? Um, let's <laughs> <at> them, <laughs> um, you know, Bayern cruising, absolutely cruising at the top of the league um with their one win from one game. Um, no, but um, you know, goal difference will play a big part at the moment. Um, but end of the day is head to head. So goal difference is going to make a difference um, at the other end of the season. Um, but yeah, that's the lead table at the moment. And then let's get the, uh, the fixtures up for next week. So um, the games kick off on Friday from seven thirty UK time. We do UK time. Sorry, Flo. Um, <laughs> With have of berlin they host uh, frankfurt on saturday mm-hmm. lunchtime all the, well, all the all the early afternoon games uh, much of gladbach versus union berlin Bayer leverkusen versus um, um, leipzig mainz versus stuttgart Augsburg versus Borussia Dortmund and Armenia Bielefeld versus uh, Cologne or SC Köln. The Saturday evening game sees Schalke face Bremen. Uh, We'll talk about that in a couple of moments. Um, Hoffenheim versus Bayern is the Sunday afternoon game and the Sunday evening game is Freiburg versus Wolfsburg. Now, we spoke briefly about um, who's gonna come where in the league and stuff? And if we just go to that Schalke Werder Bremen game, is that a, is that already a six pointer?
1: <laughs> it is for sure. Mm-hmm. It's second
0: yeah. game of the season, we're talking about a six pointer game.
1: Is maybe but not uh, devil? Please, go no, no, go on, please. Because
2: okay, so it's, it's narrow margins at the end of the season, isn't it? Uh, I think games like this because. These are the teams that you need to take points off of. If, if you're Bremen, you're looking at Schalke. They're in. They're in. They just got battered eight. They're not scoring goals. They haven't scored goals since the restart uh, of last season. Um, I think they've only scored one or two. Uh, uh, I think time. one of
0: those goals was against Leverkusen, if
1: I remember rightly. Oh, don't talk about this game. <laughs> <laughs> it costs us the Champions League. Unbelievable. Everyone beats Schalke, and we are not able to win against the better under nineteen team from then. <laughs> ah. they literally they put out five
0: five teenagers in that
1: game yeah, as yeah. well and they got a point <laughs> I, I don't want to start about the referee from that game but, uh, but stop it <laughs> oh
0: uh, sorry think, carry on yeah, Dave. Yeah, I think
1: Bremen uh, will be looking
2: at it thinking like, we need to take something from this game they're there yeah. to be beat. Uh, I fear for Schalke I think when we're looking at relegation I think Schalke will be to, unless something drastic happens, I don't know, they get a new manager in and, and all of a sudden, poof, all these players remember that they're actually professionals, um, which I don't think is going to happen. I think Schalke will be in, in deep trouble. I think Bremen will be down there as well. But it could be little things like this result, which separates the two sides. So, yeah, it's a big game for me.
0: Um, yeah. Flo, do you think um, the three promoted clubs will all survive or um, which one of those do you feel will be dragged into a relegation battle?
1: Well, I believe uh, from the two promoting clubs, Stuttgart will sorry, survive. Sorry, two two
0: promote clubs. Sorry, yeah, because Werder Bremen uh, they survived uh, on the, in the playoff against Hamburg, didn't they? So, i sorry.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think Stuttgart will survive, and Bielefeld won't because uh, Bielefeld is just in a financially way they too far apart from the other teams of the bundesliga they're by far the club with the least money even less than union berlin for example or Augsburg or freiburg mm-hmm. and um, they don't have experienced players and all what they can do is uh distracting or playing in a destructive way maybe getting a point here a point there but i'm quite sure that this won't be enough uh, at the end of the season maybe having a lucky win at home but uh, I can't imagine them to stay in the league. And next to uh, to be the I believe it will be very difficult for Union Berlin because it's the second year. Yes, I the think euphoria so is too. gone. Mm-hmm. You you don't have all the fans in the stadium at the moment. Mm. And this was the big bonus in the first year. The home home matches at home. That's, they were, that's what they helps they them out power. massively. Yeah. That
0: that crowd at Union Berlin is raucous, and you know. Teams shouldn't be intimidated, but the fans are pretty much on top of the pitch yeah. at Union Berlin, aren't they? They're right in your yeah. face. So I can't. I, I I think the bottom three. I don't know the order yet, but I think the or, I think the bottom three um, will be uh, will be I Arminia mean, Bielefeld. Um, I see um, Schalke in there, and then Union Berlin. I think. I think Schalke might scrape 16th. And if they do, the record over the last 30 years will say that they'll stay in the Premier Premier League in the Bundesliga for next season as well, won't they? Because not many teams are able to beat the team in 16th since since the restructure.
1: Yeah, and uh, many fans hate the restructure in Germany because they say the team which finished third should be rewarded in the second league. But I have the opposite opinion because... From my point of view, the quality in the league is more important. And if the team from the second league isn't able to beat the first league team, it hasn't deserved it, even though it played a great season. And the quality, the difference in quality, is too big from the 16th and the Bundesliga to the third and second Bundesliga. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I um,
2: think it's a good way of determining it, really, because it's, it's if it was a, a one one-off game, I, I would think, yeah, that you know anything can happen in a one-off game. Yeah. But yeah. A true measure of if you're ready for that step up is a two-legged tie. You play home and away uh, mm-hmm. against a side that is deemed to be not good enough to be in that top position to uh, mm-hmm. division. If you can't beat that team, then that would prove that you're not ready for that step up.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not about going out and getting the odd lucky win, is it? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, one comment that's come in um, before we shoot off um, about the Leverkusen game. Didn't quite see the Leverkusen game, um, but um, was a fan of Florian Wertz. Now, Florian Wertz is the record holder um, in the Bundesliga, the youngest ever goal scorer in Bundesliga history. And uh, it was great to watch that goal last season. He took it really well. Um, do you think Florian verts is good enough? or is he got the potential enough to to be the new kai havertz
1: well first of all i think there can't be a new kai havertz because havertz in his way of playing can't be replaced one-on-one he's like he's high he's fast he's good with the ball on the feet he's a good heading player and words uh, the comparison is obvious because he's also quite young he's the youngest goal scorer he has uh, huge abilities i believe maybe one day he can replace him in a role That he is vital for our game for sure because he's quite a good player already with 17 years old but I don't think that this will be this season I believe this season he will be given the time from the from the coach from the um, from the whole club to to just develop slowly and continuously maybe allow them to have some uh, mistakes in this game and maybe next year or the year afterwards he will have an important role for Leverkusen I'm quite sure but not uh, at the moment. But mm. I'm pretty sure about the fact that we will have uh, a lot of fun with Words this season because he's good at scoring goals. He's good with, with the ball on the feet. He's fast. I believe there will be some goals and uh, assists to be seen from Words this year. Um, Devo, who's your dark horse of the
0: season? Hertha Berlin. Um, I think Hertha Berlin.
2: Dark horse as in not to win the title, obviously, but to uh, to pick up some big wins and challenge for... The Champions League places, I think Hertha Berlin. Uh, if they could keep players fit, I think they might. Uh, they might sneak into the race. So I'm not sure if they'll get there, but
0: I reckon they'll be there or thereabouts.
1: Mm-hmm. What, why do you call it a dark horse? Oh or, or so, uh, yeah,
0: you... I forget. I forget. Like, will <laughs> always message me after and goes, "Oh, that's another like English saying. I like that one." Yeah, I'm going to keep that one. Um, so, a dark horse is someone who you don't expect to do something. But they surprise a lot of people. It just happens all of a sudden. It's like, oh, wow, we're expecting that. Oh, that was a bit of a dark horse. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, um, Hertha, Berlin. Hertha Berlin is is, is Devo's. Who, who's yours?
1: Maybe Hoffenheim. But uh, Hertha Berlin is too obvious. You know, they spent a lot of money. They improved the team. I wouldn't call them a dark horse. Maybe a slightly dark horse. I don't know if you can say it Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Or or a (laughs) lot of shiny horse, I don't know. A a mixed race horse. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. But I I believe um, the top four, top five are quite uh, deeply structured. You know, you have Bayern Munich at the top and you have Gladbach, Leverkusen, Dortmund and Leipzig behind as it was the last two or three years. And those four clubs are fighting for three Champions League uh, positions. Maybe Hertha can, um, or can get one of the spots for the Champions League. But I believe they are too um, inconsistent this season. I remember last week they lost against the second league promoter in the cup 5-4. to four. In 90 minutes, 5-4. to four. Was it an ice hockey game or what? I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so maybe, maybe Hoffenheim can, can improve this year because they seem to have a, had a good coach. Uh, Bought a new uh, good coach, and I'm uh, really looking forward to them. Or uh, hope them to play a good role, but not too good uh, to be dangerous for Leverkusen, of course.
0: <laughs> uh, I think I, I think on, on, on I've, I know it's just going to come back to bite me in 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 the backside because of how much I hate the two strikers. But I'm going with Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, they've still got Kostic there, and is 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 a good player. They've got yeah. they've got an idea on how to be structured at the back. And hey, look, I don't like him, but he is scoring goals. So I think they will shock a few few teams. Um, could they get a top six? You don't know. You don't know. But I think they might be knocking about. But um, that's 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 it really for the for game day one of the Bundesliga review show um, next week for Bundesliga um, show. Um, game Day Two. It'll be Devo who's going to be presenting that, and you'll uh, mm-hmm. be able to watch it live on their channel. And then we're going to be rotating like that each week, you know. So make sure you show love to both pages at to at Top Football at TFB Dugout. Um, personal twitters at GavMac23 at DevoLDN. Flo, you on Twitter?
1: Ah, uh, I'm not actually.
0: They, I've never I felt, never bad, I felt, bad, I felt bad for not putting your Twitter <laughs> handle in here. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Don't yeah, I was thinking, there was a reason. Ooh. That's right. You, you you can just reshare it. Um and um and yeah, um, as it's on, on Twitter Top's channel, I just gotta let everyone know that if you put Twitter Top into Google, our name comes up first. Did you know that? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> um so yeah, um, Devo, get those Google ads out there and uh, make sure anyone puts the football dog out your name comes up first. And then you can say that on your show and it just makes (laughs) you feel really good and really smug. Um, Thanks a lot, everyone. And good night.